Welcome to Stuck in My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. It's your boy, W-I-Z-E, and today's show is sponsored by Bergen Basin Realty. If you're looking to sell anywhere in the New York City area, definitely check them out. Bergen Basin Realty has been providing professional real estate services in the Brooklyn area for over 40 years. They have an impeccable reputation built on honesty, integrity, and service. Bergen Basin Realty's influences stretches far beyond Bergen Beach. Their comprehensive network of referral systems, professional affiliations, and solid internet marketing strategies consistently drive traffic to all their listings. So check out their website at www.bergenbasin.com. Give them a call at 718-763-4110 or send them an email at bergenbasin at AOL.com and let them know that your boy Y sent you. Peace out. And welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. And I have a very special guest on today. She is, oh man, (laughs) I I know where she is. She's a life coach. (laughs) It's a long list. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's a very long list. But you're a coach and uh, you help people with uh, personal branding and everything. So welcome to the show, LB Thomas. That's right. And why? So first of all, I have to tell you that I loved the story of your Chick-fil-A, your poor wife having to go to stuck (laughs) in my mind. Yeah, that was awesome. I laughed out loud. So that was great. Yeah. Oh, man, that was 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 so funny that day. Because when she was like, what's the name? And I said, "Um, (laughs) it's going to stay stuck. Stuck. She's like, what? What? So what we're yeah, referring so, yeah. to, those that are listening, is that one of his podcasts uh, is Happiness with Mike Duffy. That's where the story's coming from. So uh, yeah. go back and listen to it. It's a it's a it's a good podcast. So, but thank you. I appreciate you be uh, you having me on. I am so excited. I love your podcast. And anybody named Wise, I got to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, where did Wise I, I, come I, I, from? It's my gamer tag. I didn't I didn't think of okay. anything. So I just, I was like, hey, that's, it's just stuck. And yeah, so I just kept Very it. Cool. Very cool. But it fits, it fits everything I'm doing. So, yeah. 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 That's awesome. That's just awesome. Yes. So, all right. So you're a coach. You help people out. And this is what the show's about. This is, I love, I love having mm-hmm. people on to, to, to share their knowledge and, and hopefully people out there can get some little nuggets and and tune in and check your website out and, and maybe hire you or something. Who knows? Maybe hire me or do do my yeah. course or hire me as a speaker. And and I do. I and you, and you laughed because my list is long. And yes, I've been, spent my entire life in advertising and marketing and video production. And as I shared with you, you know, I was at the very very top. You know, we had a seven figure ad agency, our production company, we were shooting behind the scenes and uh, of movies uh, for Miramax and Robert Rodriguez and doing the red carpet junkets 
uh, created award-winning campaigns. It was all just phenomenal. It was a blast. Uh, and then my my partner was also my husband, and is one of those that I really probably early early on knew that I should not we should not be married. It was not going to be the right thing. But part of my fear was, and which we'll talk about. I, I married, we became partners in business. And finally, I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I was, stayed in that business for longer than I should have with him. Because again, of my fears that were holding me back. And what are people going to think? I don't want a divorce. And we have clients, we have combined children, all those things that keep us stuck. And when I finally said, no, I, I just, life is too short. I can't do this. And we were going through the divorce and all these things. Um, it came up that, and he, he was in charge of our operations and our finances and all of starters spilling out and he had failed to file three years of our personal taxes from like six, seven, eight years prior. And I know you're really, really wise so if you could figure out the interest and penalty on three years of IRS taxes, well, we're talking about $120,000. Yeah. And he pleaded hardship. And so the IRS then turned towards me and said, well, you have a business that's doing well. And I'm like, wait, that's not my money. It's my you know, media buys and production dollars and crew and all of that. And so then... Um, the IRS doesn't really care. <laughs> they don't care. They want their so money. <laughs> they want their money. And we had not paid it. We were a we. I mean, we hadn't filed. We hadn't paid. And um, bottom line wise was during all that, I ended up having to fold and dissolve my business because I just couldn't keep it going because I kept having to rob Peter to pay Paul. Uh, which Paul is the IRS and robbing Peter was, you know, the bank account and trying to pay bills. And I was so sad. I, I didn't realize I was depressed because people said, were you depressed? And, and I'm not a depressed person. So I was like, no, I, I don't think so. And then later I said, well, if it's you go home and you buy a bottle of wine and drink a bottle of wine every night in bed, is that depressed? Then yes. And it wasn't expensive wine because I had no money. It was the bottom shelf at the grocery store wine, not the good stuff. It was the crappiest wine you could buy. Um, and so then I had to sell my home to pay off the IRS. And that's where my kids had grown up and my grandkids. And so I was homeless for about six months. Now, homeless, not in the sense I was living under a bridge, but uh, luckily my kids were grown up. And they were married and in college and out. So it was just me living on couches and at friends' places until I figured things out. So I went from being the go-to girl for production and ad agency and parties to homeless in a matter of like that. So yeah, so my, my life is in marketing and advertising, but the journey, and I love your introduction that you have, your video introduction about talking to regular people, because I'm a regular person, on our journey and what we've learned. And that's where the coaching and helping and speaking and creating courses, because what I found out about myself, I, I had to stop blaming everybody else. There's a point in life that you have to go, wait, what's my responsibility in this? And when I got over that and really started digging and doing self-discovery, I had a lot of I had a lot of stuff going on. And when I started digging through it, 
is when I found such freedom. And I'm so excited because I help others do that. And the biggest one I, I think that holds us back is fear. And after this year of pandemic and COVID and businesses losing business, and here in Texas, we had a freeze and people, you know, had broken pipes and lost animal. I mean, it's been a hell of a two years. So that's kind of my story in a little nutshell. And since it's funny that you mentioned fear, because the reason it took me so because I had been wanting to start my podcast since 2019, me and a friend were actually talking about it. Him and his him and his girl got pregnant, so newborn. He was out of it. He wasn't gonna do no podcast. So I had I had this little Berenger studio that I purchased in 2019, and it was just sitting around. I would record, and I'd be like, oh, "That sounds horrible." Delete it. I would record. I'd be like, eh, "Who wants to listen to this?" Uh, delete it. And it wasn't until 2020 when I got furloughed from work. And one day I'm just sitting here and I didn't have any of the equipment I have now. I had my laptop, the the little Behringer studio, a mic stand, the mic. And I didn't even have the phone hook. I didn't even have the wire for the phone hookup to go into the mixer. <laughs> so I had the phone in my hand to the mic and me and my nephew did the first five minutes of for, for that, for the show. And he was like, oh, man, we shouldn't release that. I was like, no, we're going to release it because I want people to see our growth. So every like it went from five minutes to seven minutes to 12 minutes. And the more I did it, the more confidence I got and the more time I kept doing it. And to the point where I started, like episode four or five is when I started realizing that I wanted to interview people because it was, at first yeah. it was me ranting about work and all the nonsense that was going on, the stupid election and and all the all the craziness that was going on. Ooh, and I felt like- Yeah, you could spend just, like a month on January 6th and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. I hear you. So I, I just wanted this, I just wanted to put out positive content. Mm. So I just started reaching out to people who were, who were into self-development, self-help. And, and at first people would, what are your numbers like? Oh no, I can't. And it would ghost me. But then there would be a few people that would come on the show and help and help. And and so it got to the point where it started gaining some traction. And I realized that that's, this, that's what I wanted my show to be, was me bringing on people who had a story to share. And maybe someone out there might be able to relate with them and, and it would help them. And it would be yeah. putting out positive content because there was just so much negativity out there. And yeah, and what a gift. A if you can if you can help one one person to change their life wise, I mean, just think about it. If, and you can go to sleep at night saying, you know, someone's life or their family, you know, someone may not commit suicide today or may not get divorced or may try again or may be more loving because what what I, and I'm talking as if I'm you, provided today. What a what a great, great job you have. Really. No, I love it. I, I, I'm, I'm want to get to the point where I don't have to do my day job, and and it, my day job is an easy day job. I get paid, what well, but it's not what I'm passionate about. This is what I love doing. This is what I feel is I'm meant to do is to help develop the uh, deliver these messages that people have to share. Yeah, 
But I love that you talked about the fear. It's not good enough. Maybe I shouldn't put it out. And then once you step through that, that's such a, that power is when you finally face your fear and step through it. A lot of times you'd look back over your shoulder and go, you know, it really wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But it's taken that step. It's facing it. Absolutely. It's, it's, getting, it's getting out of your own way and, and stop making excuses and, and, make, and make yourself uncomfortable. That that mm-hmm. was that's what that's what it was. I was I was complacent. I was okay. I was like, oh, I don't need again making up excuses. And I just realized, like, let me just make myself a little bit uncomfortable. Do something I I wouldn't do. Here we go. Press record. And I I I I thank the Lord that I did press the button and started recording because it's been going great this this past year. That's so great. Good for you. That's exciting stuff. And, you know, I, I love when like you sharing your story and I know you have all your guests that share their stories. What a difference it makes for people. I, when I finally stand up and again, I, I was the, the founding president of Texas Women in Business. I mean, I had so much going on and I had to get up in front of this whole group of women who thought, I was the bee's knees and I'm, I'm, I'm making it sound like whatever, but you know, you, you go, Oh wow, she is doing this and she's doing that. She must, she's, she's got it all. And when I finally stood up and said, let me tell you exactly what's going on in my life. And I started crying and I verbally vomited everything that was happening and what had happened. The room was silent and women were filing up to me saying, Oh my God, let me tell you what's going on behind my mask. Let me tell you what's going on in my life that I keep saying, oh, I'm great. I'm fine. Everything's great. Most women were like, I'm dying inside. And once I realized that we all have something that we're dealing with, and when we share, it gives permission, gives other people permission to share and also know that they're not alone and that they can get through it too. They're not alone. And that's been my biggest discovery and sharing. And I'm sure that's what you find sharing your story. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It, not even, not even just sharing my story, just being able to share other people's stories. Cause yeah. yes, I have, I have a, I have an, I have a crazy story cause I do. I, and, but I, at first I felt like I didn't, I didn't want to share it. And then I came and then when I did share it on one episode, someone was like, Dude, people need to hear what you went through because I did. I, I went through a lot. I, I I was widowed at 31. Wow. Reconnected. Re- reconnected with my father after 25 years at the age of 32, only to lose him that Father's Day weekend in 2000. So, and then I lost a brother, uncle, another brother to to drug overdose, and I was angry. I was very angry. I was very self destructive. I was down. You 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 did a bottle of wine. I was drinking tequila every day. <laughs> yeah. and, hey, I and, like tequila was, too. <laughs> oh, I, 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 there's nothing wrong with tequila. It's just wrong. I was just I was just not. It was just not doing. Shouldn't have been doing it every day, all day. Right, right. <laughs> but but right. um, it it I was angry. I was really angry with everything, with God, the people, and and then I came to realize like. I can't control everything. I, I can't blame every, I just things happen in life. Mm-hmm. And so when I started realizing that, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anyone, anything 
I'm not making anyone proud with my actions. They're not, they're not looking down at me and being like, yo, dude, what are you doing? So it, I, I was lucky. I found someone else. I found uh, another woman who, who helped me and, and, and she brought me, she helped me get back on the right path. And, and I was able to find love again. And it's great. Again, it was just, it was just me. I was just tired. I was, I was tired of being in the darkness. It was, mm-hmm. I wasn't, I was just, but I wasn't hurting anyone else but myself. I was self-destructive. Right. I didn't, I wasn't abusing anyone. I was, it was every, all the, all, everything was done to me. I was doing it to myself. So when I, when I got tired of it, of abusing myself, it was like, yeah. no, I gotta, I have to get out of this rut. I have to turn my life around and, and, and I have, I've, I'm, I'm very proud of, of where I'm at right now and, and where I'm going. That's so great. And it's, that's the whole point. It's a choice. And we just, when we're in that moment, we have that choice. And uh, you brought up being angry with God. I remember laying in bed and just son of a, I was so mad, you know, I was so hurt and angry. And I, I thought, why can't I be like Job, you know, from the Bible, you know, Sunday school Bible stories where, you know, have faith and trust no matter what. And I'd actually never read Job. I only read the Sunday school version of Job. And so then I went back and read Job and I went, oh, he was really pissed off too. Okay. It's okay to be pissed, but you know, we're human beings. And I, that's one thing that I think that's really important when we do have loss, whether whatever it is, and we go through something is to allow ourselves to grieve. Don't stay there. You know, don't, it, it, that's not the point. It says walk through the valley. Don't stay there, but move through it. But grieve, allow yourself like you did. You you have to give yourself that because if you don't, it's going to show up in other places. And that's what I did. I had friends that would say, come on, buck up, you know, pull up your bootstraps, Texas girl. And I'm so glad I didn't because I would just would have shoved it down. And I was the queen of avoiding conflict. And so I would shove it under the rug. And I joked uh, with, with my kids one day, I said, I've shoved so much under the rug that I'm tripping over the, you know, I'm tripping over it because there's so much. And that's what happens. If you don't deal with it, it'll show up. It'll show up in anger. It'll show up in addiction. It'll show up somewhere. So that's when I realized like you did, all of a sudden I have a choice. And I literally drew a, a, I stood over there actually and drew a line in my imagination, but I did it. I drew it like this and I said, I can either stay here and this is what my life will be like for the rest of my life. Sad, depressed, insecure, not trusting. You know, I, I could go down all the things or I have a choice. What kind of life do I want to have? But it's not this. And so I stepped over that line and said, okay, that's behind me. That's behind me. And every time I look behind me, I'm not going forward. So I've got to just embrace that because it was part of this journey, which brought me to today. So I, I get that. I don't forget it, but I don't let it control me. You use the word control. I don't let it control me anymore. And with relationships, the big one for me, it took me three and a half years to go out on a date to even look. And um, I have some wonderful girlfriends. One of them said to me one day, she was like, you better get out there, girl, because that ain't going to stay around forever. You, you know, you, you, you got it while well, you still got it going on. And I was like, well, well thanks. And <laughs> so I, I finally started dating and I, I met this great guy and we're six years. We're still we're, we're dating. We're six years in. And. I felt so bad because that's part of that drawing the line is 
I accused him of so many things out of my distrust and insecurities from what I had experienced. I'm surprised the guy stayed with me because I was constantly accusing him of being untrustworthy, of doing, you know, whatever. I don't even remember now. And I'll never forget one day I was accusing him of something. I wasn't being with other women. I, I, I don't even remember. But I stopped dead in my tracks and said, oh, my God. I'm looking at you through the cracked lenses of my past. That is so unfair to you. You had nothing to do with it. I am so sorry because it just dawned on me. I'm wearing these glasses that are all broken and judging him and accusing him. And once I realized that, it changed the course of our relationship because it's like he had nothing to do with that. So that was one of the first lessons I learned of, of really building myself back up is stop putting my stuff on other people that, you know, like I said, I can only control myself. And so it was, it's up to me to make those choices. The other big one was, as I said, fear, the fear of, of, of it all. I had no idea how much fear had been sabotaging my life. When I looked back and started realizing that I didn't stand up for myself and, and my marriage, I didn't stand up for my kids. I didn't speak my mind. I didn't want to cause problems. I wanted people to like me, blah, 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 all that garbage that goes with it. And then when I started peeling away the onion and realized really what I was afraid of, of was not being worthy or good enough were my two core fears was like, holy crap, that I had let, I was making decisions and creating relationships and communicating out of those two fears. Not healthy, not healthy at all. And so that's why I, I love sharing the steps and, and knowing when you're in that spot. And um, one, of, one of my favorite stories, whether it's in business or at home, the fears go with us wherever we are. It's not like, okay, now I'm leaving home. And so I'm going to leave those fears. No, they go with us. And, and then you think about it. I, I have the, the, the girl that cuts my hair and, and oh, she's not a girl. She's not eight years old. She's a woman. Um, she, you know, she's the woman cuts my hair one day was, was put in the foils in to give me highlights. And she got a text and she looked at it and she slammed it down. She was like, Oh, and I was like, what's wrong? She says, oh, I hate that client. She said, she always changes her mind. She always changes the schedule. She wants me to work on weekends. And I said, well, why don't you fire her? And she said, oh, I can't do that. I need the money. Well, that was her fear, right? She needed the money, lack of money. And I said, okay. I said, and so then I started going through the process of peeling away this onion for her. And she didn't know I was doing it. I said, well, what it would happen if you didn't have the money? And she said, oh, my God, it would be horrible. You know, it's summer and the kids have camp and I need to pay for camp. I said, okay, well, what would happen if the kids didn't go to camp? She said they would be bored. They'd be mad at me. You know, it would be a long summer. And I said, well, what would that do to your heart? She said, I would feel horrible. I would just feel horrible that that my kids couldn't go to camp. And I said, well, then what would happen? She goes, well, then I would feel really guilty. And I said, well, then what would happen? She goes, well, I felt like I would feel like I let my family down. Okay. 
well, what would that do to your heart? And she said, I'd be afraid I let my family down and they wouldn't love me anymore. And I went, oh. And she just went, oh. I'm holding on to clients that I don't even like threading on down to because I'm afraid my family won't love me if I don't provide. So once we peeled away that onion of what really was her fear, it wasn't the fear of not having enough money. I went and processed. She came back and said, oh, I called that client and I fired her. And I was like, whoa, okay. I didn't mean like right this moment, but okay. And she said, and I did. And when I hung up, my phone rang and it was somebody that wanted more done, was accommodating to my schedule. And that opened it up, you know, getting rid of that opened it up for a blessing or for new business with what she wanted. So it's really interesting. And when I said that she went, that's the thing to look for. I call it a trap. And when we get triggered, when we get triggered and we're in a trap is when you realize it's, there's something tied to it. Trigger is when you, um, it's, how someone communicates with you or a situation or behavior. It's not a person. Like for example, maybe your teenage kids leave their dishes in the sink and you get so mad because they keep leaving them there. It's not the kids, it's the behavior. And when you get triggered, you can feel it. You know, it's that thing that just punches you in the gut or you get so mad, you get frustrated. And that's when you know you're in a trap is when you've got all those body sensations. And I have a friend of mine who, when people drive in front of him in the left lane, slow, he goes out of his mind. Now, for me, that doesn't bother me. It's not a trap for me, but it's a trap for him. And so that's when you realize, okay, this is something bigger than I'm just pissed off. What is holding me back? What is down here at the bottom of this? Right at that moment, especially if you're in a situation, in a conversation, and you're being triggered, I say, that's the time you want a disruptor. You want one small step. You need to take that breath. And, you know, mom was right. Think before you think, uh, think before you speak, whether it's counting to 10, whether it's taking a quick look outside the window, whether whatever it is, you want that disruptor because when you're in that trigger, when you're in that trap, that's when you react and you say something or do something that you go, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. So when you have a disruptor, when you're in that space, gives you a moment to respond, to think through and come back with a response instead of a reaction. And first of all, that'll change that whole communication line right there when you come at it from there. And that's when I use that time to do a quick self-evaluation. I go, okay, is this, is this really tied to my fear of not being good enough or not being worthy? Am I looking at this from that? And that's when I take a quick look at that. Or am I just really pissed? Am I just angry because you made me mad? But it gives you that chance to walk through those steps that we talked about. And that's, again, what would happen if that happened? What would happen then? What would that do to your heart? What would happen then? And you just keep peeling that back until you really get down to that core fear. Because we only have five. You know, there's lists and lists and lists, but bottom line, they all kind of fall into five fears. And that's fear of not being loved, fear of being alone, fear of not trusting, not good enough, and not being worthy. All fears can kind of go in one of those silos of fears. 
And when you figure out which one of those is what's driving your actions or your inaction, whew, the freedom is amazing. It's just amazing. And it I, is. I, it is. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. And, you know, I said the fear of being alone. Somebody said, I love being alone. And I said, oh, no, I, I do too. There's a difference between, you know, giving me a, a getting a great book and a bottle, of, a good bottle of Cabernet. I am happy, girl, right? That's solitude. That's something I choose. The alone I'm talking about is because you've pushed people away. You've done things, you've reacted, and you don't have someone when you need them. That's a whole different thing of being alone. And the fear of trust, a lot of that comes from with uh, abuse. And, uh, you know, they, th that is a good, valid reason from abuse not to trust. Um, yeah. The thing that amazes me most, Wise, and when I learned this, we only have, we're only born with two fears. That's it. We're born with a fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. That's it. So all the fear that you feel, I feel, that your listeners feel, any fear they're having, whether it's fear of failure, being rejected, whatever it is, we learn that. We pick that up along the way, whether it's from our parents, whether it's our teachers, um, media, friends, it doesn't matter. But the beauty is if you've learned it, you can unlearn it. You can recognize it and go, oh, wait. Okay, I remember what that is, and I remember how that sabotages me. But first of all, it's facing it, acknowledging it, naming it, so you know what it is. So when it creeps up, because somebody said to me, oh, good, well, I'll never have that again. Oh, you will. It doesn't mean it goes away. But when it shows up, you can go, that's what that is. I know that's the fear of me not being good enough. Of course I'm good enough. It has nothing to do with this, but that is what's driving this conversation. Yeah, That's if you don't where face the it, if you comes. don't face it, if you don't face it, it's gonna come back. It's so the moment back. you the moment you face it and and you confront it, that's that's lesson learned. That's that's mm -hmm. moving on to the next one, and and it's, it's a continuous thing. You learn. I'm learning every day. I'm I'm developing myself every day. I'm this this road of self discovery is not stopping anytime soon. No, it's not, and. You know, words are so powerful, and and I know you know this, and I know many of your listeners listen, but it amazes me how we talk to ourselves. And I'll say things, and I haven't done it in a really long time, and I'm very grateful, but I would say things to myself when I was beating myself that I never would say to you or to my best friend or to a sibling. The How we can beat ourselves up and the way we talk to ourselves is so damaging. And so that's one thing that I think is really important is to really listen to our self-talk and the words that come out of our mouth. I, I was, uh, I mean, I was doing a workshop and, and this guy in the workshop, the other facilitator said, you want to be, a, you want to be a fortune teller? Do you want to know what your life is going to be like in five years? And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. What is it? And he said, what you're thinking and what you're saying is going to be your reality in five years. And you think about that. You know, oh, I'm never going to do this podcast. It's never going to be good. No one's ever going to listen to it. Why should I even bother? This is ridiculous. Blah, blah. Well, guess what? You won't. But hey, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to have a successful podcast. I'm going to be a great speaker. I'm going to do these things. 
our words, our thoughts become words that become actions. So one of my biggest pieces of advice is what I say to folks is that if you want to know what your reality is going to be, listen to yourself. Listen to what's in your head. It's huge. Well, definitely. You got you to gotta talk nice to yourself. You have to yeah. talk very nice to yourself. You have to very, that's one thing. That's one thing I'm very key on is I make sure like, I don't go and be, oh, I'm an idiot. Or I, or I, I don't beat myself. Those words are powerful. Those, those, yeah. when you start spitting those words to yourself, especially to yourself, it can be very harmful. You can be very, very, very self-destructive with the words mm -hmm. you say to yourself. So one thing I'm very keen on is talking very nice to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I talk, I talk to myself very nice. I am very kind to myself. I do too. And it, it took me a long time to do that because I would do that. I would go, oh, you idiot. I can't believe you said that. And that, but in the last couple of years, I've gotten to the point where I really can't think of the last time I said something to myself negatively and my positive energy and my enthusiasm. You can, you can say, I don't spend time there. I don't spend time there at all. And the other thing yeah. I don't spend time doing as I used to do as well is when how many times do you know I used to stay awake all night worrying about something and doing going the what if, what if, what if? And that what if never even happens sometimes. So it's really living in that present moment, talking very kindly, knowing what the fear is and peeling away that onion. And again, you said it perfectly. We've got to name it. You know, you face it. I say you name it. The minute that I know something's going on, I give it a name so that way it becomes real. So again, once I know what that fear is and it comes up again, I literally say out loud, oh, I remember you. Yeah, you're the fear of whatever. Mm, no, he didn't work for me then and you're not going to work for me now, but thank you. Bye. You know, and but I, it, it, I make sure that I don't shove it away. And again, we just talked about that. You shove it down, you shove it away, you sweep it away. It will come back and probably not very pretty like. No, that's why you have to face it. You have to, mm -hmm. you have to face it. Cause the moment you face it, that, that fear goes away. Like I was like, my fear was that no one would want to listen to me. My fear was I sound horrible. Who the heck would want to listen to them? I sound like Shrek or something. <laughs> and, and it's the complete opposite it is the complete opposite people have come to me hey you have a great radio voice i love listening to you and i'm like thank you i appreciate that and and it's just but again it's me it's just I'm, i beat up myself i'm i'm mm -hmm. probably my worstest critic and that's i think that's everyone everyone is their worst critic and so but i've come to realize stop beating myself up i'm i'm doing pretty well for from where I started, like, I didn't know anything about podcasting. I didn't know anyone that podcast, everything I'm, I'm doing, I'm self, I'm self taught. I'm learning how to edit myself. I'll do the vid now learning how to do video, all these, all the equipment that I got, I did the research, purchased it. It was me. It was, but that's because I wanted to improve it. I found right. something that I love to do. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't like a job. You're loving it. You're yeah, obviously you're very passionate about it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, that's very cool. 
Well, I'm, I re- am really thrilled that I, I got to be on your show because I know, again, I've flipped through and listened to them. And I know that's what you're all about is bringing more joy and happiness and helping people take, get some ahas and some nuggets to make their lives better. And, and at first I was like, I guess made me realize it's like, I, I, for a little bit, I was like, I, I was kind of, I, I would say I'm being kind of selfish because I'm I'm also learning as well. But then he they're like, no, you're not being selfish. You're you're self loving. Just the fact that you want to learn shows that you you love yourself. This it's, it's that simple. It's it's not being selfish. You're, you're self loving yourself by wanting to gain this knowledge, by wanting to speak to these people, and of course, applying whatever I learned to my life that I feel that pertains to me. Yeah. That's it. You, you know, a, a good friend of mine always says you you eat the meat and you spit out spit out the bones. You spit out the stuff that doesn't work, and it's it's all it's just a journey, and it's it's a fun journey. It's it really is. If you look back, and I know now that I look back at my life and go, oh my god, I've been in advertising and marketing. I've been a speaker. I've been a coach. I've been this and all these little funny little dots. I didn't. You, if you really look back at your life, you go, oh, they all go together for a reason, and. It's, I love, I love that analogy. And I love when people think about when they start connecting their dots of, okay, yeah, it wasn't so bad. I learned that so I could learn this, so I could get to here and there. And yeah, 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 every, every setback. Yeah. Every setback can be a setup for something if you learn from it. Yeah. I've like people like, oh, they they think that they're going to come out and they're going to, monetize their podcast the first day they release it, it it's, wouldn't that it's be nothing nice like that. yeah i wish i wish <laughs> but I, i've found other ways like i've started creating logos i've started editing podcasts i actually picked up my first big client i'm gonna help her launch her youtube stage a youtube channel a podcast i'm gonna produce it for her edit that's awesome. And this is a big. This is a big step for me because this is something. I, I, again, I started my production company last year, and we've been working out the kinks and doing little, basically just doing in-house production. But now we're stepping out, and people. She was actually a guest on uh, one of my shows a couple of weeks ago. So, to have her have faith in me and believe in me to give me this yeah. opportunity. It's big. That's great. Well, and I love it because you did it all in house, and 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 we always used to say when we were working on ad campaigns or something, it's like we first want to start start off Broadway, make sure it works, and then we'll go to Broadway. So you you're stepping onto Broadway, wise. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it's been great, and just a lot of the people I've been able to connect with. And it's the energy that I put out. It's it's what I'm attracting back into. That's that's how we're able to connect. That's why we're connecting because we're on similar vibes. We we right. we have similar energy, so we're able to connect. Because if we were not on the same vibration, this wouldn't happen. Right. I completely agree. We've got the same purpose and motivation. I just do it through coaching and courses and speaking and you do it by sharing other people's knowledge yeah Yeah. just i just want the world to be a 
a little happier and better place. And you can find joy. And that's part of it is you can find joy in everything. You really can. And you just have to look for it. If you wake up in the morning and it's a misty, cloudy morning and go, oh, it's going to be a terrible day. It's cloudy. It's horrible. It's going to be a terrible drive to work. Or you wake up and go, oh, my God, what a beautiful morning. Look at that mist. Look at the dew. Look at the animal. You know, it's just the way you look at things. And Wayne Dyer says it. How does he say? He says, if you change the way you look at things, the way you look at things will change. Yeah, I I love Wayne Dyer. He's very good. Yeah. I know. And he said that a couple of times. I listened to his book, The Power of Intention. I listened to the audio book of that. And I'm surprised I was able to quote that because it's such a confusing line that I always have trouble with it. But that's so true. (laughs) Yeah. It is. It's that intention. Yes. Well, this was awesome. Thank you so very uh, much. Oh, no, thank you. Now it's part of it. Now it's part of the show where you uh, get to plug away and let everybody know where they can find you and yeah. all your links and everything. Oh, my, um, the thing that I, I've got several things. One is as a speaker, I do. I, I speak a lot on Zoom for corporations and meetings and conferences. And hopefully the world is opening back up. I know we were just starting to get out there and speak on stage. And now people are like, eh, I don't know with everything going on. So, but absolutely a lot of my information you can find at lisabeththomas.com. That would be the easiest rather than trying to say Facebook and all these things. And there is a link on lisabeththomas.com to outwittingfear.com. And that will, if someone wants to actually walk through the, the, the process, takes about an hour, doesn't take long to get to the bottom of what their core fears are. Um, and there's a promo code that they could put in podcast and get 10% off the course. It's only $97, I think. I wanted to keep it really cost effective so people would do it and love it and share it. So they can get 10% off with that promo code of podcast. That's awesome. Cause that's all, that's a great price because some of these gurus charge a ridiculous amount for the coaching. And it's great to see. And and, and of course you you have to charge something because your time is valuable, but you're like, I want more people to do it. Yeah, I want more people to do it. It's it's a pair cost of a pair of shoes. And somebody asked me actually, why $97? And I said, Well, I figured up one time how much wine of really cheap wine I drank, like in a, a two-week period, and it was like $97 or whatever it was. <laughs> you know, the, the amount of wine I drank in a month, again, it was the seven dollar bottles, horrible wine. I was like, okay, but it's it's a pair of shoes. It's it's not a big deal. And I had a woman that promised me that she was going to do the course. She promised me maybe now for a year. And then finally, not long ago, she said, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to do the course. I'm afraid to see what it is. And about three weeks ago, I got a text from her. It was about midnight, 1130 midnight. And she said, I bit the bullet. And oh my God, why didn't I do this a year ago? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She said, I have so much freedom, knowing what's been holding me back and sabotaging me. So again, that's why I keep the price low. I want people to do it. I'd rather have them do it than not. That's awesome. Yeah, Like I said, yeah. you get these gurus that charge people thousands and thousands oh. of dollars. And the fact that you're offering them 97 bucks is awesome. Like you said, it's a pair of shoes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like it's an investment in yourself. Like you're not worth $97. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody told me the other day, you know, people may do take the course more if it was a thousand because they would thought, you know, would think it's more valuable. I'm like, no, I, I, I want as many people to be able to do it as possible. That's yeah. no, no. And you we're, we're going to be. Think about it. Think, if you think about it, if you, you, you get two people to do it at $500 and, but then you get all the people, Oh, I'm not going to do it. It's too much money. Or you get 10 people and at 97 right. bucks. Hey, yeah. Right. Who changes their life, who changes their kid's life, who changes their relationship, you know, who in business now is not afraid to make a cold call or call that client who has been kind of pushing back because, okay, I, I'm, I'm afraid of cold calls. No, that's not really it. When they realize I'm afraid of being uh, rejected because I won't be loved and they realize, that, that, no, 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 uh-uh. That that's that doesn't have anything to do with this. This is business. It changes people's lives, changes it. So definitely, definitely. But I appreciate you being on. This is this is great. Well, um, I appreciate it, and uh, I will definitely. Um, if you're interested, what I'll do is I'll send you the link to uh, the course so that just so you can take it if, if you have time, and just so you so as my gift to you, I will send you the link and um, the at no charge because I as a thank you to you so if you if you get to I would love for you to give me your feedback again it takes about an hour yeah I will definitely take it yeah just send okay, an email, cool. email it to me and I'll take it yeah I'll, I'll do it on that link and I'll send it to you cool awesome yep thank you appreciate you thank you this has been great oh no this has been great I love talking to people especially people who got some great stories and message to share it, this this is what I love to do but I appreciate well, you, you do being it on. well Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm still learning and growing. So it's okay. And I can't wait to promote you. I will definitely be promoting you through my network. So for sure. Well, I'm going to actually be releasing this video in a couple of days. So I'll send you, actually, I'll send you the, um, once we're done here, I'll download it and I'll email it to you and you can repurpose it for for whatever you want to use it for. I will. I will. Thank you, Wise. Thank you. But now it's time for shout outs. Big shout out to my real wise fam, Brandy J, Poppy J. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. Love you, baby. Appreciate everything you do for me. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. And you know how your boy wise does it. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt. Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise 76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.